and good evening and welcome to another VCO Esports Studio with myself, Ben Cosenjuris. Happy Christmas. We're allowed to say that, aren't we? It's December. Uh, this is the culmination of the year, I suppose, and so many of the big events now finding their champions and uh, providing a little bit of chill time for all of you guys out there in the sim racing world. Uh, we have done the same here at VCO. As you know, we have been supporting uh, Evra uh, across the whole year and uh, with very different championships, uh, being able to broadcast some very unique racing, including my favourite, the community's favourite, the Jetta Cup. Uh, unfortunately, the Jetta Cup is no longer. It's finished. It's over for the year and we have found our champion. And that is our guest this evening for the VCO Esports Studio. Perhaps not necessarily the best known sim racer in the world or a man that has done, uh, brought thousands of euros into sim racing, but a man who is a winning in a community championship, Jake Grandstone. Thank you very much for joining us, Jake. Uh, where are you this evening? Uh, I'm in my apartment at home uh, in in Fleet in the United Kingdom. Um, yeah, it's it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Nice trophy alongside you there. Um, you've been winning races before. Yeah, this was the uh, the season one trophy. You see, I'm a double Jetta champion now, so I'm, I'm still waiting for the second trophy because the season only finished last week. But uh, yeah, I've got the the first place one sat here. It was next to me the whole time during the, the last season so and uh, obviously this is the first season not supported by vco the second season very much supported and broadcast by vco uh, how have you found the championship evolving over the last couple of years uh, it's fantastic this last season with with vco um the, the first thing i noticed the difference was the the cars just look so much nicer with all the the sponsors we had the VCO and the GT Omega all of us had the same liveries with the sponsors in the same places it just looked like a proper series and and having the, the broadcasts on your channel with the added viewership it, it was great for the for the drivers to see they're getting some support from from people all over the world and it, it was just fantastic and it's interesting to hear a British voice, actually, because uh, Ivra, for me, a very American, Canadian uh, born over the pond uh, and so many uh, races from over there. Uh, how have you found in how did you find Ivra in the first place and how have you found integrating into it? Well, the Jetta Cup is, is virtually a, a British sort of thing. It's run by the racing line. Uh, on, on YouTube, he's he's British like myself, and uh, Stephen King as well helps him out in Pulse's esports, and and they're 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 all British. Um, so a lot of British drivers are in the Jetta Cup. There's there's probably about ten of us or so, and we have got a grid of international standard, but there's a lot of British British there, and it is great to see, and it's great to race against them as well. Because the British love a bit of front wheel drive, right? And, uh, you know, in terms of touring car racing, the best championship in the world is probably from the British championship in terms of front wheel drive anyway, I suppose. Um, why did you choose the Jetta Cup? Well, I didn't really choose the Jetta Cup. I, I was just messing around in sim labs on iRacing and, and the Jetta became a free car. So I was like, oh, I've got to try that out. It, it's free. Um, so I gave it a go and I was just immediately pretty fast and, and winning races in the sim labs. And then 
uh, Jack and Stephen messaged me. They said, hey, we're setting up a championship for the Jetta. Do you want to join? And obviously I said yes. And and this is where it has led me now. And were you fast in a way that you were not fast in other iRacing cars? I'd say, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the fastest sim racer in the world. I'm just an armchair desk racer here. Uh, I just do it for the fun. Um, the Jetta to me has been the easiest car. It's just felt natural. Like I, I don't have to try to be fast. I just am. And, and I enjoy that. Whereas other cars, I really have to put in the effort, the hours, the setup to try and get the pace out of the car. Whereas the Jetta's just, it, it clicks with me and I don't know why, but it does. When I um, came into the, the chat this evening, I heard you talking about your setup. Obviously, not the usual thing that we see on the VCO Esports studio with triple screens and uh, big uh, aluminium frames. It sounds as though your, your sim racing setup is quite uh, rudimentary. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people watching can relate at least with with what I've got set up here. I mean, I've got a a six year old Frostmaster T300. Uh, the only thing I've upgraded is the pedals. I got some GT style pedals just and the, and the the base just clamped to my desk here with a single monitor. That that's all I've got, and it's good enough for me. And I I, I still have a great time with it. And do you think that that setup, therefore, and the combination of that and the Jetta gives you a feedback and understanding of what the car is doing? Well, yeah, because the Jetta's not the, the best car in the world. And I guess if I don't have the best setup, it, it kind of balances itself out. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, the the Jetta, is, it's not like you need a direct drive wheel to feel all the all the forces going through the car it's just a very basic car and a basic setup is is good enough to do well in it as you say that's what makes it accessible um in terms of your commitment to this to i racing in general what how does your day work out because obviously i speak to on this show a lot of professional sim racing drivers who spend eight hours a day uh, sim racing to to get to their peak performance. Uh, you're a champion on iRacing, thanks to Jetta Cup, uh, but what's kind of your rhythm? Yeah, I definitely don't don't spend eight hours on it. I, uh, I work from eight till 5 p.m. at night, so all I have is the evenings, really, and, and the weekends to, to hop on this. And recently, I've, I've only been doing the Jetta Cup and focusing on that. I haven't touched anything else. Uh, so, yeah, I mean racing for me is just the Jetta at the moment. Uh, I haven't had time to, to do anything else. And uh, do you do other, other platforms? Uh, is iRacing your only platform? Um, yeah, the, at the moment, iRacing is what I stick to. A few years ago, I was into the Dirt Rally, the rally games. Um, I was doing some stuff on my YouTube channel, just some trying to get some world records and beat beat Jimmy Broadbent on some of his runs he was doing on, on his channel. And I, I guess I was, I was quite quick at that and I enjoyed that. Um, but you know, there's only so many times you can run the same stages, you know? So you like a bit of off-road as well as, as on-road. Is there a, is there a market, is there an opening in the world of sim racing for, for something more sim-like in, in off-road racing? 
Yeah, well, they they do have a an esports series for the WRC, but I mean the the official WRC game is is not something that sim racers go to because it, it's just not up to scratch really. Dirt Rally is a lot closer, um, but it, the platform isn't really there. I guess as you said, there there isn't really a championship out there for it. What about iRacing? What about the dirt stuff on iRacing? Have you dipped your hand into the RX? Yeah, I, I have tried. Um, it's very different to, to the dirt rally. The feel of the car is really different on iRacing. I haven't quite got my head around it. Uh, I do do the, the rally cross whenever I can. Uh, I'm, I'm not very quick. <laughs> so I, I don't do it as much, but I, I do enjoy it still. So do you find yourself gravitating to, to things that you're fast at rather than things that perhaps uh, are interesting, fascinating? You say that, you know, you jumped into the Jetta, you found yourself fast. So is that kind of your rhythm of racing, trying a new track, trying a new car and then going, I'm good, I'll carry on rather than moving around and, and trying different things? Oh, I guess, I guess everyone's the same. If if you find something you're good at, you, you stick to it and, and you enjoy it because you're good. Um, but yeah, I do I do, do all other stuff. It's not that I just stick to the Jetta, like like I was saying. I, I've got my, my licenses on all of the levels. I've been doing some dirt oval stuff as well for, for some fun, just the official nice. iRacing sessions, not, the, uh, not any leagues or anything like that. Maybe that's something I could do in the future but yeah i i do i do all the ovals uh, i do yeah road dirt road dirt oval I, I i know how to race it i've i've got the licenses to do it um but yeah i i don't know i haven't i, I haven't got much time <laughs> but i probably should branch out to something <laughs> else then. but ultimately this is a this is a fun thing for you right so you want to do the stuff that's fun does does fighting in a championship fighting in something like the Jetta Cup with its increased uh, visibility suddenly become more serious than just the the fun at the end of the day? Yeah, you've hit that on the, the nail on the head there. It's, just, it's definitely just fun for me. And, and the Jetta is a very fun car to drive and race. The racing is very, very close, hence why uh, we, we all enjoy it so much, racing at the Jetta Cup. It's, it, it's great racing. Um, it's very touring car-esque as you said earlier it's a bit like karting really where we're all bump bump drafting each other down the straights and and it's it's the racing is is very close and that's what keeps bringing me back to it so is there a progression do you can you kind of see yourself moving from a jetta to let's say the the touring cars it sounds as though i racing are bringing in a couple more tcr cars into the platform over the next couple of weeks so tcr looks like it might grow uh, on iRacing, would that interest you? Because it's the same kind of driving style and feel. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I've already got my eye on that Honda Civic touring car. It looks very nice. Uh, I'm definitely going to get that and and give it a go. And I see we'll see what it's like in the official sessions, and then hopefully there'll be some sort of league going around for the for the touring cars. And I'll definitely give that a go. But does the does the Audi drive like the Jetta for you? No, the the Audi is very very different to the Jetta. I mean, they're both good in 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 their separate ways. It, it's weird because they're they're front wheel drive, both of them. Uh, but they they drive very very differently, and I think it's 
probably to do with the fact that Audi's pretty modern compared to the Jetta. I'm, I'm, I think the Jetta we've got on here is like a 2008 car, really. So it, it's quite old, and so it drives like an old beast, really. <laughs> I'm not even sure whether the VW Jetta was even sold in Europe. I think it's a, I'm pretty sure it's a, an American model. Um, yeah. In what way do you feel as though the the car? How do you how do you get the best out of a Jetta? Tell tell the world who are watching this evening. Oh, you're making me give away my secrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, I don't know. I just I just drive it. It's it's difficult to explain. I don't have a knack. I mean, you've got a. It's a, it, the only thing I can really say. It's all about momentum through the corners. You've got to carry the speed keep your speed up and, and get the acceleration out of the corners. You, you don't want to understeer and it's very easy to understeer in a front wheel drive cars. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, but yes, yeah, it's, it's momentum is key in the Jetta. Definitely. And then with a, with a steering setup like you, uh, this is one thing that I've always struggled with in sim racing, rear wheel drive cars. You don't get the sensation of the car moving around with oversteer because your seat isn't moving because you're in a fixed position. But with a front-wheel drive car, you can start to feel that traction break and you start to know where the understeer is coming in. And, and obviously the front wheel is doing everything in a touring car. Do you think that that helps front-wheel drive in the sim racing world become more relatable, become closer to the real world? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does in a way. The, the Jetta is, is very bouncy. I don't know if, if you've seen any of the races or any footage of the Jetta on iRacing, but it loves to bounce through the corners. It, it looks quite funny and you can definitely feel that through the, through the wheel. Um, and you can feel when it's, it's losing grip at the, at the front. Um, it, it's, it's not like a normal front wheel drive car, the Jetta. If, if you're understeering, you just turn the wheel more and it gets around the corner. Whereas a, a normal car, if you turn the wheel more, it would just go straight off the track. So, it's different in that way and a little bit odd, but we like it. <laughs> Do, does that, I mean, that for me sounds like uh, iRacing needs to have a look at the model, to be honest. That's not, that doesn't really relate. Unless you're in, a, it does work if you're in a go-kart because the caster on the front of a go-kart would actually eventually lift the rear wheels off the ground. Uh, but I don't think that's probably happening in a Jetta. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I said that it's sort of like go-kart, so I don't know if they've mod modeled it that way, but a, a, a few of us have, have got onto iRacing to try and fix the Jetta actually because the meatballs I'm sure you've seen in 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 other cars are quite forgiving but the the meatballs in the Jetta just a little tiny touch on the quarter panel or a wheel and you've got a meatball and there's no damage to the car at all and it still drives fine and it's just silly and it's 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 quite annoying for the, the championship really so we're trying to get iRacing's attention and Especially with VCO and, and this this championship, I'm, I'm hoping we're, we're getting it and they can they can fix the model of the car. Now, as you guys well know, the VCO uh, Simi Awards coming up and the Jetta, one of the cars of the car of the year, would you believe? Yeah. Um, versus the likes of the Ferraris and the Porsches of iRacing and ACC, but the Jetta is there. Um, unfortunately, it does sound as though the Jetta perhaps isn't the best modelled. Uh, machine. Jake, have you got any kind of uh, real world experience of motorsport at all? You're just, um, a big massive fan of touring cars presumably? I'm a big massive fan of all kinds of motorsport really. I, I myself, I was I used to kart when I was younger so from about 12 years old till 16 
I, I race go-karts in my local tracks here in the south of England. Um, I was a champion. in uh, Bay, Bayford, a, a... Buckmore? Yes. Yeah, that's it. You got them. I was Camberley uh, uh, still a place? Yeah, I was a I was a champion at Camberley actually in 2013. I was the oh. cadet cadet champion. <laughs> That's like a that is actually like a rallycross track to be honest. It's not really a car track yeah. at all. It's no, it, it was so it's bumpy back short. in my day. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's one of my proudest moments actually. Is uh, the Camberley Kart Club when I won it. Um, my trophy at the awards evening was presented to me by John Surtees, and and that meant a lot to me. Wow, and that was quite a big thing and obviously bless him he's, he's not around with us anymore so I'll, I'll cherish that for forever were you sim racing at that point or has the sim racing come to replace the karting sim racing's definitely replaced the karting um back then what was that like 20 2013 i was i was playing f1 20 2012 uh with my my game pad on my xbox 360 back then probably so I wasn't taking it seriously at all and yeah the, the the funds run out for the karting so i decided to to take up sim racing on i racing and yeah i racing was the fix that i needed to to keep it going and do you feel as though it has totally replaced the sensations that you had when you were karting um yeah it, in a way is that this is how i get my fix for racing now whereas before obviously i'd be doing it in real life um i still go out in carts every now and then i used to work at an indoor cart track funnily enough so i got to go out in that when whenever i wanted so i still got my fix a little nice. bit but obviously nothing compares to the to the real world but this is as good as it gets and us sim racers have it pretty good nowadays i think so do you see that there's a possibility of uh, having a career in, in sim racing and motorsport because of the experiences that, that you have even, you know, not necessarily at the top end, the most famous races, but still winning championships and, and, uh, and experiencing what it's like to be in competition? Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, anything can happen, as you can see with the Jetta Cup. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, but we'll, we'll see. And I, I guess we'll see what happens with the, the touring car thing as well. I guess that for me, the one disappointing thing, the virtual versus the real is, you know, when you won your cadet championship, as you say, you received the trophy from John Surtees and, and you have a bit of celebration, a bit of community around you. When you win a sim race, do you feel that same community spirit obviously you're not receiving your trophy from john surtees you're possibly receiving it from dhl but you know <laughs> is that one thing that's missing um in in a way i mean the, the community spirit we've got with the jetta guys is is nothing i've ever experienced in sim racing i mean we've got such a tight-knit community and, and we're all friends I hope with each other <laughs> um and yeah it's it's a good fun we have a good laugh in the in the discord chats before and after the races analyzing the incidents and joking with each other about why someone crashed in the pit lane um yeah that sort of thing it, it's still we have the good banter with each other but yeah um 
getting the trophy from from DHL isn't isn't quite the same as an F1 World Champion, say. But VCO have uh, built some beautiful trophies for everybody in all the different championships that we promote uh, to to be sent around the world. So uh, that's uh, in itself, I have to say, even though I've got my v- VCO T-shirt on, that's a huge uh, commitment over over other championships and, and other existence. So uh, it's nice to have a trophy on the wall, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And and what I have to say, um, what VCO have done with, with everything coming up to this and, and the, the the social media posts and the, the engagement they've had with the fans and and doing this as well it, it's really helping the series and it's making it feel a lot more real with all the interviews I feel like I'm in like a the media pen or something <laughs> oh that's that's nice that's nice to hear I'm sorry that I was uh late and and destroyed the destroyed the, the vibe but um it's it's great to be able to you know not speak to somebody who is at the the most famous driver who's sitting there but a real person a person that you and i uh who are watching can relate to uh you know you are just like so many people on the iRacing service with a normal job going about their daily business and doing racing for fun and i think so many of us forget that that's how it should be racing is is a fun thing to do it's a way to unwind it's a way to feel that sense of competition and it's a way to to have a community yeah um yeah definitely um i don't want to do like a whole lewis hamilton speech right now or something but i mean if you're sitting at home thinking i want to do that just do it i mean there's loads of people in the jetta they've got kids they put their kids to bed and then they come and race the jetta it's 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 great fun. We've got family people. Um, if you want to give it a go, give it a go. You you, you can fit it into your schedule. Schedule then then yeah. There's there's no no reason not to. Yeah, and you don't need a ten thousand euro rig or the very best direct drive wheel or hydraulic pedals. You can do it in whatever you need, whatever your budget allows, uh, and you can still feel and you can still be a champion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, look at me here. I've just got uh, the most basic stuff, really. I mean, I would say the, the best stuff to get if you want to just start out is probably the Logitech G29 or the Frostmaster T300. They're they're just not quite quite low price, and they get the job done. And they've they've got everything you need to to be quick. You don't have to have a ten thousand pound rig, VR, all that stuff to to be fast it does help obviously and it helps with the immersion and that's why people buy it but yeah you don't need it to 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 be quick jake thank you very much for joining us congratulations on your championship uh your double championship now um great to speak with you and uh and take some time out of your evening yeah you too Uh, thank you for having me it's going to be a very exciting next couple of weeks on the VCO Esports channel. We've got the Simi Awards coming up on the 26th of December. That's when the show will go live and we will discover uh, who is our Simi Award winners for 2021. Up until that point, we've still got to finish the uh, F1 Esports series and we will try and grab the champion before Christmas for you guys. Uh, there is a film coming out, would you believe, called The Sim Racer. And we're going to be chatting to one of the stars of that. Uh, we've got races coming up in the Le Mans series and so much more across the 
world of esports racing. So uh, we will try and be on top of it as much as possible and obviously uh, follow all of the VCO esports social channels for the very latest news. And don't forget, if you don't want to watch my face, you can still listen to this on a podcast of your favourite player. Until next week, enjoy your sim racing. Bye-bye.